What's going on, everybody? This is Noah Heron, and you're listening to another episode of this podcast. I'm super grateful for each of you who are tuning in. We have people from every single state represented listening now. It is absolutely bonkers how fast this thing has grown. I'm so grateful for each of you who have subscribed and are sharing it on social media, sending it to friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're really excited for some uh, stuff that's going to be happening on this podcast in 2022. And so if you haven't already subscribed, hit the little button. It helps more than you know. Without further ado, I'm going to jump into a little bit of a monologue podcast, something that I think is going to help a lot of people. So take 10 minutes to listen to this when you have some time to think, when you have some time to maybe look at your calendar and schedule and see if this is helpful to you. So I've debated what to title this episode, and the title that didn't win but came very close was this, Gary V Lied to Me. Okay. What does that mean? Maybe you're like, who in the world is Gary Vee? I'm going to explain it all in just a second. But first, let me kind of set the base for what we're talking about today. I've had the privilege of being around some phenomenal leaders, some great business leaders, some great authors, some great pastors, some great speakers, some great you you name what they are great at. Uh, I've, I've been around a lot of them. And I've noticed a common theme with all of them. This is going to be mind-shattering stuff here, but they all have the same exact amount of time in a day that we do. We all get 24 hours. Now, if you sleep eight hours a night, like doctors recommend, then you have 16 hours to get things done, to do what you do and do it well. But for many of us, that's where the commonalities kind of ends, right? We all spend our 16 or so hours very differently. Even the great leaders that I've been around, they spend that 16 hours differently. But I have noticed a commonality in how they spend their time. And that's what I want to talk about today. The title of this is going to be about the one thing. How does this relate to Gary Vee? Okay, back to that point. Now, if you aren't familiar with Gary Vee, let me give you a very quick, very not thorough background of Gary Vee. Gary Vee is somewhat of a pop culture icon in 2021, headed into 2022. He is an expert on many things, including businesses, media, social media, entrepreneurship, NFTs, cryptocurrency, and so much more. But he started his career by taking over the family wine business. Okay, so you know a little bit about Gary Vee. He's worth probably hundreds of millions of dollars. He's extremely smart, extremely hardworking, um, kind of encompasses the grind slash American dream mentality. Well, Gary Vee, if you were to just Google him and listen to a recent interview or a recent podcast, you would hear him talk about how important it is to be diversified. And he's not talking about being diversified um, 
with your investments or with your money per se. He's talking about how he does all of these different things and how he's able to do them well because of his personality and because of his drive and work ethic and all of those things. And he highly encourages people to do as many things as possible. The problem with that advice is it doesn't work. It doesn't work. If you and me were to try right now to do as many things as Gary Vee is doing and to do them well, we would burn out or fail miserably or both or, or worse. Like, like it just would not go well. It works for Gary Vee because he got really good at one thing first and it allowed him to have more time to do other things. And that's the core of what I want to get to today, this idea of what is your one thing. I love using the story of Gary Vee because when you go back to his early life, you find out that his dad actually owned a wine business or his family owned this wine business in New York. And before Gary Vee was an entrepreneur, before he did all the things that he does now, he got really good at selling wine. He got really good at growing and marketing his wine business to be something that wasn't just local, but it was it was all over the nation and eventually international. His one thing was, how do I get really good at selling wine? Now, this led to him making lots of money. It led to him being able to stop working in the wine business. And now he has free time to do all of the other things that he wants to do. So it works. I heard a quote recently, and this is what it said. It said that a half-built bridge is good for no one, not even you. I want to break that down a little bit because I think, especially for young leaders, we see all these different things that we want to do. We see all these different uh, projects that we want to be a part of, careers that we have interest in, and we go, man, I want to do that, 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 and that. And we look at people like Gary Vee and we're like, if they did it, I can do it too. And what we end up having in our lives is a bunch of half-built bridges, which are good for no one. We're kind of good at this. We're okay at that. We have a network that is so-so in this area. And we all only have 16 hours of the day. And because 16 hours is not enough for us to build that many bridges, they're all half-built. And we don't experience the win that we're hoping to get out of what we're putting our time into. And so my advice and something that I've noticed is is the same in every great leader I've ever been around, is that they focus on building one bridge first. They have one thing that is the most important thing that they do. They pour their greatest amount of effort, energy, and mental real estate into that one thing, and they go to work, and they stay consistent at it, and eventually they get to the point where they can build another bridge. Do you know what your one thing is? I'm going to help you um, and explain a little bit on how to find your one thing if you're not sure. So uh, it's easy to talk about yourself a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to do that for a second. And then I'll give some other examples. Many of you know I am a communicator. I'm a pastor. I'm a preacher. That is what I do 
for a living. That is what I love to do. I love to talk about Jesus, to tell people the greatest story ever that just so happens to be a true story, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that's what I do with my life. And so when I look at my vocation, when I think about, hey, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. How can I get better at it? There's a whole bunch of things that I could do to get better at preaching, right? I could uh, watch YouTube videos of other preachers. I could get coffee with other preachers. I could listen to podcasts of other preachers. I could just, I could do a gazillion things, right? But to me, there's one thing that I can do every single day that will give me the greatest return on my investment, my investment being my time, than any other thing as a preacher, and that is simply to study and learn the Word of God, right? If, if, you, if you were to make a list of everything that I could do, the most beneficial use of my time would be to study and learn and practice speaking the Word of God. So for me, that is my one thing. That is the most important thing that I could do in order to be, quote-unquote, successful in what I do. I have family who is in real estate. They sell homes. They sell um, real estate uh, all over the place. And for them, their one thing would look much different than mine, right? So their one thing might be getting leads, actually I would guess this is their one thing, getting leads to sell and buy people homes, right? There's probably a bunch of different ways that they can do that, but that would be their one thing, right? You're not going to sell more houses just by making lots of friends. You're not going to sell more houses just by uh, learning more about what makes a a house nice versus what makes a house not nice, right? You're going to sell more houses by getting more leads, by, by learning about more people and connecting with more people who are wanting to buy or sell their home. So that would be their one thing. Maybe you are an aspiring professional athlete. Your one thing might be training or or honing in on your craft. Maybe you're a teacher and your one thing might be studying and creating lessons plans. Whatever it is, what is the most important thing you do on a daily basis that will lead to your long-term and short-term success? You got to figure that out. What's your one thing, right? From there, this is where it gets really interesting to me. Because there's all this research that's out now that shows that as human beings, we are most effective in the mornings. Now, Noah, you might be thinking, maybe you're like my wife, you're not a morning person, and you're like, no, Noah, you don't understand. I am not effective in the mornings. I am, I am asleep in the mornings. Okay. Um, even people who claim to be night people and not morning people, these studies are showing that your brain on a good night's sleep, if you're to go to bed on time, it actually functions best in the morning, that you're the sharpest then, that you're thinking the clearest then, that that your energy is often at its highest in the morning. And so I've found that many people don't know what their one thing is, right? They, they, They don't know what it is. I've also found that many people who know what their one thing is, their calendar doesn't reflect and show that they actually know what their one thing is because they spend time on all of the other tasks that don't matter as much before they get to the important task. And I've found even more people who know what their one thing is, but they don't do the most important thing when they are at 
their best. So what if you figured out your one thing, you realized what it was, you wrote down how you can get better at it, and you put it in your calendar at the time that you are most effective. I'll even give it to you. Maybe you night people. You're like, hey, morning time wouldn't work for me to do it. Okay, I dare you to work on your one thing during the time that you are most effective. Block out two hours of your day. Turn your phone on airplane mode and grind on that one thing. Uh, Michael Hyatt has a quote. He says that if it doesn't get scheduled, it doesn't get done. I totally believe that. If you have long-term aspirations, if you're somebody who goes, you know what? I want to steward what God has given me, the gifts and the talents well that God's given me, and you have aspirations of doing that um, over time, you got to figure out the one thing. You got to schedule it. You got to calendar it. I believe with all of my heart, this is a huge thing that separates really effective, great leaders, great blank, whatever you want to put there. It, it separates them. They have the discipline and the smarts to realize how much they can gain from the one thing. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you'll share it with a friend. Hope that uh, this helps you as you are doing all the different things that you're doing. And uh, above all, I hope that you enjoyed just thinking about this podcast. Really excited about the next year. Don't forget to subscribe and share. I'm thankful for you. I'm grateful for you. If you don't hear from me before Christmas, have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy it. And we will see you in 2022.